Shut up and sit down. Well, 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 guess who's back? Back again. Episode 97. Eric's back again for another beautiful episode of Third Shift. Third Shift. Third Shift. Third Shift. Yeah. I'm back. And I went ahead and I shotgunned those clones that thought they were going to come on my show, bringing in all the corporate crap and sponsors and jug. Oh, my gosh. Don't worry. They're dead. They're six feet under. The real Matt. I think he's real. <laughs> I don't really know. Time will tell. <laughs> but, I'm doing like face that? removal motions that no that? one can yeah, see. see. He's removing his face and putting on a new face. I don't know. I don't know what to expect anymore. All I know is that you guys better strap in because we're about to rock and roll. And as per usual, Mr. Matt's here with me to do it. And I'm going to say as we do, hey, Matt, how's this week been treating you? Well, see, it's a new day. It's a new era. It's a new me. I'm 36 years old now because today is my birthday. Happy birthday yeah. to me. Oh, Happy yes. birthday to the ground. Oh, <laughs> no. No, no. I have a plan for this birthday. But I will say, starting off the rest of the week, week was pretty good. Didn't really do a whole lot. Just work and, you know, the usual gimmicks. Went to game night with a friend crew on Saturday. And, hey, it's something to talk about. So I know I always say, hey, this is going to be my last time going to game night because everybody screws up the schedule. People don't show up. People bring half-assed food. But every time I say that, I go and I'm like, hey, I enjoy hanging out with my friends and playing board games. So now I'm just going to suck it up. I'll, I'm just going to acknowledge that all my friends are morons who can't plan things or do things right, but they're still cool to hang out with. So I'm just going to go. No more complaining. Just going to go, play board games, eat food. And when it's time to go, I'll be like, all right, see you guys. I had fun. You had fun. I'm going. It's cool. So I'm not going to stress out about it. After that, on Sunday, went to the Lugnuts game, which is kind of a tradition for my birthday. Mom and I go out to a Lugnuts game, hang out and watch, you know, eat some ballpark food, watch the baseball game. Pretty good game, and they actually won 4-3 to three at the end. Fantastic, so happy birthday to me for that. Let's see, in the video gaming world, just been playing Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony, nonstop, all the time. Great game. Listen to the What You Play in Third Shift on Patreon. More on that later. If you want to hear more details on that. And then, like I said earlier, it's my birthday today. So went down to Turkeyville, had myself a delicious turkey salad sandwich, got to pet a donkey, see all the extended groups of animals they have out there. They had pigs and cows, not just turkeys and goats. So it was like full-on farm level out there. So that was cool. And then, of course, I was walking by that little barn where they sell stuff, and I was like, hey, book sale. Whole table full of books, just a dollar a piece. And mom went, hey, look, there's Robin Cook books, who does the medical thrillers. And I was like, yep, 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 yep. Six books for six bucks. You can't beat that. Big old fat hardcover books. You know, normally 20-some bucks. Get it for a buck, man. Awesome. Great deal. Fantastic. Yeah, Matt. I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) More books. Just, hey. Hey, you know what? Just keep getting all these physical books. Don't join us in the new age. With your Amazon Kindles. Dude, I have my Kindle. I get a free book on Kindle every single month. And I will say, at least what I collect or have a lot of are books. There's a lot of people who have just piles of trash in their house. They collect garbage. 
I don't collect garbage. I collect books. And when I'm done with them, I donate them. So there we go. See, you know what? I'm not a hoarder. You know, Shut up. You can't prove it. You haven't seen my apartment in like 47 months, so you can't and prove it. And I won't see it for another 47 There's a reason. There's, you only see this window and this yeah, one patch of door behind me. Yeah, Everything else it. is just books, piles of books. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet. I bet. At this point, it's, it's got to be getting close. You're out of that closet in your room. That whole wall is probably just books by now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodness. So, enjoying a fantastic birthday. And then my friend Gail from California texted me. She was like, hey, what are you doing tonight for your birthday? Anything cool? And I went, ah, we're recording an episode of Third Shift. And she said, hey, what are you doing special for it? I went, nothing. It's just a regular episode. And she went, no. It's your coordinate on your damn birthday. You need to do something special. And I went, okay, what should I do? And she went, how about Matt's like top three games to play? Or you can play like some birthday music and stuff. And I went, that's the, that's the ticket right there. This, this episode, all through the episode, when you hear this sound effect, you will hear Matt's top three on whatever that subject is. So be prepared and listen, listen out for... And anytime Eric has a negative comment, it's going to be censored by Brer. the Eric sound effect that we have that goes Brer. So what do you think about that, Eric? Brer. Fantastic. How was your week, dude? I just... <laughs> this is Sounds how it's going to go. This Perfect. is how it's going to like go, it. Eric. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here I am, man. This is usual... <laughs> I'm just gonna put these blinders on. I'm just gonna walk forward <laughs> until it's all over. That's how we do it. This oh, is just goodness. what this is what Danny had to deal with last episode too. She had no idea. I was like, it's ad time. Bernard, Bernard. Oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> what is happening in the episode today? This is weird. <laughs> uh, well, to start it off, my week was pretty good. I guess you know it's a sad week, but it was a good week. Got work done, got acclimated to being at work again. As you guys may or may not know, last week I was camping. There was all sorts of technical difficulties, thunder, lightning. The moons were phasing in. I was becoming a werewolf again. I wasn't here because I was in the woods. It was great. It was a fantastic time. Didn't get to play a lot of games, but I put on Persona 5 again and just fell back in love with that sweet, sweet game. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's a great game. If you want to hear me talk a little bit more about it, hey, why don't you guys go ahead and throw a couple bucks our way and check it out on the What You Playing Third Shift. Beyond that, got back to work. I'm finding out that people are moving and grooving. Everyone's worried about this and that, and things are things are coming into play, and there's whispers in the winds. And Oh, man, work drama is always the best kind of drama in the whole wide world. You know but, it. Yeah, but I'm back in the groove over there. And we're coming up on a quarter end, so I'm definitely in a good, good little groove now. I'm like, yeah, who needs who needs them weekends? Putting them blinders on, and I'm shooting forward. Game-wise, besides the Persona 5 I mentioned to you, I've been doing all my usuals. Destiny, World of Warcraft, uh, Fortnite, Division a little bit. Just scribbling and scrambling all over the place, as I am prone to do. And that's about it. It's been a calm, cool, mellow week. Yes, it has been. Of course, that was our individual weeks. As a team this week, we did IG2G episode 32. And by team, I mean a full-on three-person rotation because Danny was with us to talk about our favorite stuff from E3. It was a nice blast to just dip back into happiness and that happy bag of just, this stuff's coming out. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot about that one. I forgot about this one. That's my number one. Heck, yeah, it was a great episode. It was indeed. I always love the episodes where we can just go on rants about all sorts of random games we like or whatever's going on. 
Those are the best. I feel good about them. And you you know what? With this whole week the way it has been, like just podcasting, 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 mm. getting back into work, I forgot all about it. Holy cow. This week is just flying by. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then, of course, also this week, you just mentioned it, podcasting, podcasting, podcasting. What is he talking about? We recorded two Patreon specials. One is the What You Play in Third Shift, which was mentioned twice before. The other is our first ever Shifter Monthly Topic. Of course, What You Play in Third Shift drops the last day of the month. Shifter Monthly Topic comes out whenever I finish editing it and put it out there. So keep a lookout for those two. Also, as part of the team, she's not here to talk about it. Danny did a little article about her gaming backlog and stuff she's got on the table, stuff she wants to put on the table. Had a little go-around with Sean Haggerty about that on Twitter. That was a lot of fun. If you guys want to know more about Danny and her gaming backlog, check out that article. It's on thirdshift.me. Indeed. It was a cool article and definitely made me go, hmm, wonder if I should do something. That'd be kind of fun to do. Mm-hmm. And I went, well, I don't know. Make me sad, probably. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, and I keep forgetting to actually text Danny this, but hey, Danny, I'm saying it on the show right now. Witcher 3 was on there. If you need pro tips on that, I'm your man. I got the glorious like collector's edition strategy guide right there. It's really cool. Ooh. I like it a lot. And then she had Titanfall 2 on her list. So if you people out there have Titanfall 2 and you want somebody cool to play with, just message Danny and be like, hey, you want to get into Titanfall 2? Hit me up. We'll play together. We'll have fun. So all you listeners, go check that out. If there's games you know about, games you want to recommend because of things that she has on that list, go hit her up at Usakoi84. Boom. There you go. Yeah, make new friends, Danny. And to all you out there, make Danny make new friends. Make Danny make way. new friends by becoming her friend. Just <laughs> throw yourself at her. We will be friends, damn you. You will play with me and I will stalk you and, and constantly say, you want to play this game? You want to play this game? <laughs> we will chase you off the PlayStation 4. <laughs> and speaking of games that people always talk about playing, what's one of those games? It's Borderlands 2. We got shift codes for Golden Keys at Borderlands 2, so hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up Randy Pitchford on his cell phone. Send Danny a letter since now you know her house address because you stalked her so bad and became her friend. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and go get yourself some free loot. Indeed, free loot is always good loot. I will say this as well. One thing I did do this week was uh, I was at the uh, local Wally World, and uh, I happened to look over in the electronics department. What did I see? I seen the Todd McFarlane Tiny Tina toy That's right. sitting right there, the little figure, just so pretty. And instantly, my hand was touching it and grabbing it before I understood what I'd even done. <laughs> and then when I went, what's this? All of a sudden, I was handing the lady a credit card, and it was it was bought. Uh, I didn't even know what happened. It just was bought. And the reason I say this is because I didn't even look at it, right? I just literally mm. saw Tiny Tina and walked away and went home. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, just the other day, I was like, well, man, I didn't want to take it out of its box yet because I'm going to redo my basement. Mm. So I'm like, what's this? Three golden keys. Oh, I get free keys in the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. So free with my little Tiny Tina. Our three golden keys just sitting here waiting for me to open this box and get my wonderful, wonderful loot. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yes, it is. It is the best. So I will have a hundred and something keys again. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. 
And speaking of free loot, or loot that's almost free, it might as well be free. We neglected to mention it last week, but in the Steam Summer Sale, we got 75% off on Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition, the Duke 3D 20th Anniversary World Tour Super Cool Jazz Bagoo, and the Homeworld Remastered Collection. So hey, you PC people, <clears throat> Eric and Danny, why don't you just go get Homeworld Remastered Collection for like three bucks and then play it and we can talk about it on the show how good it is because uh, i suck at those types of games and i'm scared of them that's it'll why. be even more fun that way <laughs> we have nooblet eric's homeworld corner well i built a ship and it got blown up and i had everybody to restart the level me yeah would murder me i don't even know what's happening i'm just dead all the time reminds me of fallout oh, oh god I don't want to go. but i will say as i always preach uh bullet storms on there and that's freaking a fantastic fun game yeah. and like you just said it's probably dirt cheap so go get it there's no excuse you'll have yourself a fantastic day or two rocking through that game having a good time and then if you like the multiplayer hey that's even more hours added on for mm. a few measly bucks and speaking of a few measly bucks over on gearbox's instagram they did a live stream of merchandise you can get if you just drop a few measly bucks their way it was mostly stuff we've seen before but oh man it's time for matt's top three items shown off in this instagram live stream number one the molly Wan and hyperion reversible hoodies those looked great number two the claptrap usb hub i'm in the market for a usb hub might as well just get that one why not and then number three was the tiny tina's damsel t-shirt that was kind of cool it's got the head of her little damsel on it pretty nice Wish I could add you that, but I didn't watch it, Matt. So I don't have a clue what kind of merchandise is out there in the world. <laughs> and I will state for the record that um, I did wonder. They they talked about putting it over here, a little bit over here, a little bit over here. And did they mention it all coming back into one spot eventually on the Gearbox store? Or is it permanently just going to be spaced out to different uh, stores, shops, whatever? I don't think they mentioned the Gearbox store itself even once in that live stream. I could be mistaken, but they might have just slipped it in for half a second, but they didn't say anything about that. Okay. Just wondering, because I know, of course, she said that, you know, she changed it to, Rika changed it to coming out soon, and then I thought maybe they would elaborate a little bit with the, the Instagram thing, but apparently not. So we still wait. But it's still cool to see that they got a lot of new gear coming our way and fun things that you can get a hold of if you're interested in such. Yeah, they did talk a little bit about their partnership with all these other little stores, but it wasn't anything overarching. Just like, yeah, we found out that this was pretty cool, so we sent stuff over there. And those guys are pretty cool, so we sent them stuff over here. It wasn't like the, the big umbrella that we want to talk about, but it was a little bit of something. Hey, I'll take a little bit of something over absolutely nothing, Matt. And speaking of a little bit of something, what gives us a little taste of Battleborn every single week? It's the Battleborn Free Rotation. This week we have Alani, Isaac, Whiskey Foxtrot, Marquis, DeAndy, and Oscar Mike. What do you think of the lineup, dude? Oh, well, I'm just going to tell you right now, you just pick Alani, and you go out there and use Riptide to heal everybody. Always. Riptide. That's all. Mm. You know, just go use Riptide, have yourself a blast. Don't worry about Wellspring because it's garbage. Mm. Bam, done. That's all you need to know about this week's rotation. <laughs> I'll give this week's rotation a thumbs in the middle. There's some fun characters. There's some dumb characters. Not a big fan of it. As always, this is now Rotation G. We've been through, what, four or five or six of them. This is now Rotation G. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. It's Rotation G. And 
It's time for Matt's top three characters to play in Battleborn. Number one is Pendles. Number two is Rain. And number three is Cleese. Moving on. And speaking of moving on, we're going to move right on in to a wonderful, wonderful game called Earthfall. And there's nothing else to be said this week. I don't know what's happening in the world of Earthfall. I'm not on there. The game comes out July 14th. They haven't really updated said much. It's been playing on Steam, but I haven't seen them posting up anything going on. So you know what? Here's your shout-out, Earthfall. What's going on? Tell us what's up, because we want to know so we can talk about it. Otherwise, hey, we'll see you July 14th when it's out on the PlayStation 4. Absolutely. And then since there wasn't too much from Earthfall, we're going to move on into another beautiful game called Fortnite. It's time for Matt's top three things called Fortnite. Number one, Fortnite Battle Royale, the biggest game in the world right now. Number two, the Museum of Modern Arts Documentary Fortnite, which is an international festival of nonfiction film and media. Ooh, and number three, the actual term Fortnite, which is a term for two weeks. What? Is it really two weeks, man? Oh, man. (laughs) And speaking of number two, you know what else they did in the patch notes for that wonderful game you just mentioned, Fortnite? They added dual pistols, baby. Whoa! So for right now, you can get a hold of two pistols. Go in there, shake and bake, pow, 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 have yourself a blast. I was on, but I didn't get to play with them, so I'm a little sad about that. I'm hoping maybe tomorrow, probably not tonight, but I can get on there and check it out myself. Oh my god, you actually did it. It's time for Matt's top three games where you can dual wield pistols. Number one, Max Payne 2. Number two, GoldenEye 007, the classic. And number three, Left 4 Dead 2. But yes, I agree. Dual pistols is always fun. Even just watching like the little highlight video where the dude's rocking dual pistols, it just makes you look so much cooler. It's always fun. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It is indeed cool. Another thing that's really cool is the fact that they went ahead and put the map markers in the Battle Royale. So now your friends can mark it up and you get these really awesome, cool laser lights pointing up. And then instead of just going, hey, drop over here. And then you drop like a quarter mile away from your buddy and you're all running around like wild fools getting shot before you can team back up. Boom. Problem solved. It's a beautiful thing. You're just, you're just teeing them up right now. It's time for Matt's top three games in which you can mark the map and get waypoints to your destinations. Number one, Metal Gear Solid Five. Number two, The Witcher 3. Number three, Saints Row 4. If you want to mark up the map and go play a great game, you can play these three, and then you can play Fortnite too. And while you're in there marking up maps... You know what else you should be doing? Getting in the playground and learning how to build. Because they added a playground into the Battle Royale version anyway. So that way you can practice. Take a few buddies in there. Live fire is on, so you can shoot each other, kill each other. But the purpose of this is just for you to get acquainted with the game. Learn to build like all them crazy pros you see who kill you when you're in the last 10 on every map. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? You want to be better at Fortnite. Because if you suck... Wow, right now it's not a good time to suck because everybody's playing this game and it means the world to all the feeples. And, uh, uh, feeples. All the feeples, Matt. means all the world to the feeples. It's like little feet people that just walk <laughs> yeah, around. Exactly. Ah, hey. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> terrible, man. Terrible. Awesome. English is a difficult language. <laughs> I wish I had written down like my favorite three playgrounds when I was I was hoping. Kid, I, was I was really hoping. I was like, I was waiting for the Ruga. My, my favorite three playgrounds growing up: Willow Elementary Park, Bassett Park, and Comstock Park. <laughs> Another cool thing that they did throw in: it's the limited time mode, Final Fight Teams of Twelve. This is just like the teams of I think it was twenty last week, except your teams are smaller. It's just boom. 
You're going in, you're final fighting, the storm circle closes up to only a certain degree. Once it hits the last degree, then a countdown timer starts, and the team with the most people left alive at the end of that countdown timer wins. And you can have ties, you can have draws, just like what we talked about last week. So if you liked that, you're going to like this, you're going to play it more. Final fight. Hey. (laughs) Match top three final fight characters. Number one is Hagar, number two is Cody, number three is Guy. Uh, I like it. I can dig it. Beyond all that excitement and craziness in Battle Royale, the only other thing that I thought was amusing, and it's just because I see it quite often, is in the bug fixes, they finally fixed it where the mushrooms are, were growing on the, t- on the trees and stuff in the mire. Mm-hmm. They fixed it so they're not growing up there in the trees anymore, which is nice because it was always just weird when I saw it, and now I don't have to worry about it. Then I'm going to move on into Save the World mode because I'm always the Save the World guy. They have event part four of the Blockbuster storyline. <laughs> It's time for Matt's top three videos he ever rented from Blockbuster back in the day. Number one is Virtuosity, starring Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe. Fantastic sci-fi movie. Number two is Darkman, the classic with Liam Neeson. Going crazy, putting on different faces. That's awesome. Number three is Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die, starring Arnold Vosloo, where he like, pulls the pain receptor thing out of his neck. Oh, man, it's brutal. It's crazy. Love this Darkman sequels. There you go. God bless. Man, I like it. I can dig it. (laughs) Hashtag bring Blockbuster back, please. Thank you. Another bit in the Save the World mode is they have an Independence Day quest line, and you can get a Stars and Stripes soldier characters. Matt's top three favorite actors from the Independence Day movie. One is Will Smith, two is Jeff Goldblum, three is Brent Spiner, the former Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. Boom. There you go. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> and then they have a new super shielder enemy. So you had the regular shielders that mm-hmm. would run around. Shield one husk. Now this one does a big old bubble, protects a whole bunch of husks. It's time for Matt's top three favorite shields in pop culture and or gaming. First up, number one, Captain America shield. You can't go wrong with that. Number two, bronze shield from League of Legends, the big old door he ripped off and uses as a really cool shield. And number three, from Overwatch, Arisa's mobile placeable shield because my buddy Eric always puts it up and he always saves our bacon with that shield. Boom, there you go. Boom. One, two, three. Whew, God, that was a beautiful one. Oh, man. You saved it, Matt. You saved it. <laughs> and you already mentioned it, but the only thing I really took away was I love the Stars and Stripes Jonesy from this, the Stars and Stripes Headhunter that they included and saved the world. But they also went ahead and, as you already mentioned, wrapped up the Blockbuster scenario. I didn't really see anything else, man. I don't know if you did, but nothing well, else really got me. The SMGs, I think they were messing with. And, and shotgun damage to buildings and explosion damage to buildings. A whole bunch of mm-hmm. other tweaks like they always yeah. do in their big patches. So go check those out if you guys are interested. Exactly. We did it. We wrapped up the old Fortnite. And, of course, hey, anything going on with Compulsion? Uh, not really. They think they're all just piling in for release. But they did have a whole bunch of interviews from E3. Mostly it's stuff that we've seen already. But they did post up just today, I think, an interview from a dude named Nate Birch on... The website WCCFTech.com, never heard of this guy before, but he did an interview with the narrative director Alex Epstein and the art director Whitney Clayton. They had a nice big talk about the game and how it's changed since Kickstarter, you know, all the stuff we've heard about and we know about already. But there was one bit that I thought was really interesting is Nate was saying in his article, in We Happy Few, the way that, 
you know, memory is controlled and, the, you know, that thing never happened and we all take joy and we hide from it. Did you take inspiration from like fake news and things? And he tried to tie it into the present, and they said, well, this actually kind of ties back into the actual real past of the 60s, where people would kind of like push history aside and try and latch on to this outlandish vision of the future. And just, here's historical decorations, no, all this crazy modern mod style, yes. And they reiterated that, that you know, they felt like having that slim connection to it kind of grounded their you know whole new storyline in some sort of like honesty and reality and they explained that you know they felt like for stories to have depth and weight you really need to have that little bit of reality stuck in there best sci-fi or fantasy stuff does that like the original star trek episodes where hey it's a little kind of a parable on racism or something it's something that you know in your real life and then you see it in an outlandish version on the screen and you can actually connect to it and you know it evokes those feelings in you we've all seen really bad sci-fi movies or tv shows where it's oh no the plight of the zapovar people and the bugabar people they're at war but who cares because you can't connect to them because they're so alien so i thought that was just a really cool you know concept that they pulled out just knowing that you have to have some kind of reality in it that people can relate to i totally agree with that i uh, i also find it much more reassuring and easier to read when the books stick to a few basics that you know and understand here on Earth and present day. Mm -hmm. It just makes you feel more comfortable and ready to accept uh, some of the more outlandish things that they throw at you. Even, even even when they do that, some books still stories go too far, mm -hmm. and then in the minute that happens, I'm I'm out. I'm always out. I can't, yeah. and, and then it's hard for me to jump back in. Like if you breach the level of believability because you just went too far with something and you tried to you know put it in here but it didn't work i hate that so definitely mm -hmm. hearing that they're they're sticking to like real things that happen but just twisting it up a bit and i especially liked uh, the comment how they were like well hey you know what there's an assassination attempt in roosevelt what if it actually worked and he's dead and guess what america said no way man we're backing out we're isolationists now mm -hmm. and didn't help out to finish up the war and then you know they got taken over, and that's how the story goes. And it's like, instantly, I went, well, hell, that's something that could have happened. You know, that's mm. definitely something that could have happened. And this could all be very, very different right now. Instant believability, instant, instant in. Yeah, it's one of those alternate histories where it is based on something that almost happened that could have actually happened versus, hey, it's an alternate history and, like, aliens came down and blah, blah, blah. Well, you can't relate to that <laughs> at all. No. But you could see that... This plan was set in motion, and it probably would have tipped the scales this way, so this is how it turned out. It totally makes sense, just like you said. Mm -hmm. And they did explain why they're calling it the German Empire instead of uh, Nazis. Mm -hmm. They said they didn't want to focus on like the Holocaust or and things like that because it was too big of an event to where it's all you're going to be able to focus on and pay attention mm -hmm. to. But it is kind of weird because now you are spinning a, uh, a different story when you just say German Empire, so... It, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to kind of see how that line is juggled to keep you in it, but not taking it so far that it is just literally just a sci-fi story generated in the past. Yeah, I can totally see that. Just that balance of hey, if we don't put enough reality into it, we put a little bit of reality. But if we put too much, then like they said in the article, that's all you'll think about. It'll just it'll be too heavy, and people won't want to even touch it. Versus if you put in a little bit, it, it you can kind of balance it out. I, 
I like that they seem to be doing that a lot. Like, we're going to have some survival elements, but we're going to have, you know, crafted story stuff too and procedural elements. And they're always finding the balance between all of these things. They did it in the story here. They're doing it in the gameplay, the, you know, the emergent things that pop up. Sounds like a really good job by Compulsion. Yeah, it really does. And then they kind of reiterated a lot of stuff, like you said, on uh, things we've already heard about, the, the procedure-generated buildings, the uh, the key areas where everything's like happening. It's going to be the same for everybody. Uh, the choices you get to make with some of the scenarios you're in that kind of deviate where the story goes and what you're doing. It sounds like a lot of fun. I'm super interested, as we've said a billion times, and I, I kind of wish now I should have just got in on the uh, the PC you know test and mm-hmm. got in there and started screwing around. But I, I on the other end I really want to just wait you know and get the game as a whole and the PS4 and just go through it like that. So eh. yeah, I I definitely have that feeling too because it's like oh here's all the things and you can we could have watched it change all along the way. But then we did the exact same thing with Fortnite. We jumped in when it was hard to play and wasn't really intuitive and didn't help you out at all so i almost have that feeling of well if i was dropping in now when they fixed like so many of those issues it'd be so much more fun and you know such a smoother experience just like with fortnite i'll be honest when we played through and chugged through that you know those few months where it was still super jank now i read the patch notes and i'm like oh it's smooth as butter and they're fixing all the quest lines and stuff it's like but i put in like two months worth of time on that game and that's it's hard to go back in once you, your morale has kind of dipped down. So I feel like going in on the high here with everything fixed has got to be the best way to go, right? That's what I'm thinking. Go in when it's polished, just pretty, the prettiest rock you ever did see, and then you get the best experience possible. So that way we can be on here having fun, keep going with it, playing through, talking about it. And that's mm-hmm. the other part is I look forward to when we're playing it live and going week to week and the different scenarios, inevitably, that me and you do, because we're not going to play the same, I promise you that, mm-hmm. and talking about what you did versus what I did, it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. So unless you had anything else for Compulsion Games, that pretty much wraps that bit up. There's not much left for the show. Nope, the only uh, little note I will say and it's not really big news, but I just want to pop it in there. It was that um, Randy Pitchford tweeted earlier today um, saying that, you know, and I'm not going to quote it. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase mm-hmm. that basically he, he's come to learn that he wants to treat his games like a baker treats his cake. And that no one sees the cake made. No one sees all the processes. The only thing you see is when that cake comes out to the window, perfectly shaped, frosting's all on, decorations all up pretty as a pie ready to be tasted eaten and devoured and he says he's learned that that's the way he wants to operate with his games and he said as much before but it was just another kind of boom there you go this man has decided that whatever they're doing in software side you're not seeing it until it hits store shelves basically and that's that still makes me so sad like it has every other time he said it as a cake connoisseur myself i want to know if we're going with chocolate if we're going with red velvet or vanilla i want to know if there's going to be sprinkles are we going with a funfetti cake what the hell is going on give me just a tease give me just just say it's not a funfetti cake guys oh that's enough you told me you you've i've narrowed down my spectrum of things mm-hmm. to expect and think about You've got me excited, because what could it be? It's not that, but what could it be now? Yeah. Is it a one-tier cake, two-tier cake? Does it got whipped cream? I mean, I, I, I mean something. Just show me, a shot, <laughs> show me a shot of all your icing nozzles lined up in a row. Going to be using some of these pretty soon. Oh, I can't oh. wait to see how they ice this cake. 
Uh, so I'm, I'm just, at this point, we know what's happening. We know what's going down. The only thing for us, especially being a podcast about Gearbox, I'm glad, you know, we got publishing size we've discussed before. But I'm just hoping that one of these titles, because they've got several in the oven, I'm hoping one of them is on the horizon. Because I would love to get my mouth on one of these wonderful games that they're brewing in there and just eat it, lick it, touch it, you know, all the good things you do with that wonderful cake. <laughs> Don't be oh, laughing at Shane. Matt's top three favorite things to lick, touch, and taste. No, that's not. That's a bad one. <laughs> and as always, what else is there to talk about on the show but... Uh Matt's top three podcasts that were around but aren't around now. Number one is the Payload Podcast. Number two is Rogue Agent Radio. Number three is Nerdvana Live. Oh my goodness, so many souls I've eaten. I've eaten mm. their souls. I've consumed them. And a quick, quick side note, I will say, I was thinking just about this very topic earlier today. I was looking for one of my favorite World of Warcraft podcasts, and uh, they're on a break indefinitely. Oh, they, no. I've been listening to them for over two years now. Oh, and yeah, you know, and I won't say who because they didn't say they're done. But just saying, oh man, more souls might be coming. We have a podcast that says it's coming back, and then I, and I eat them every week on the podcast. So you could say this name. Just say it. Just say no, it. who is it? Oh no, it's I want to add them to the podcast. 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 Yeah. You're going on the list. Going on the list. We're going to mention you guys sucking your souls. <laughs> I'm literally writing it down right now. The Pawncast. Man. Listed. So hopefully, hopefully there's just some drama in their lives and they come back. I can't imagine they'd be gone forever, but you never know. You never know these days. We've seen them come. We've seen them go. Jeez. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> there's nothing else to do but wrap the show up because there's no more things on my nope. list. I got no more top threes. Oh, wait. <gasps> Matt's top three ways that you can contact us. One's via email info at thirdshift.me. One's on the Twitter at thirdshiftme. And one is on Facebook. You can message us. You can put posts on our little page. Find us on Third Shift. Indeed. You can also go check us out on the old wonderful Patreon. There we've got it set up like a tip jar. If you like what you hear, please consider heading over there, throwing a dollar, three dollars, five dollars. We've got all sorts of different tiers set up. You guys get some rights into exclusive cool content. I hope you consider checking it out. It helps us keep the show running, keep the lights going, buying new equipment, things like that. It helps us help you. And if you can't, that's fine too, because you know what? You can also go give us five-star ratings on all the different places, iTunes and all the likes. You can give us messages, mailbag questions. What are mailbag questions? I don't know. I forgot. Someday we'll remember. No, no. We had a really good one from Joe Zoe's a couple weeks back. We had that's one. True. See, yeah. That's true. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make him send us mailbag questions, you know, I know. Like being dramatic. But you know, I haven't heard from our buddy Sean Haggerty in a while, actually, with a mailbag question. You know, well, he's probably mad at me. We're supposed to play some games together, but you know, camping and everything else. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Don't Coming screw Sunday. this up for us, Eric. <laughs> I know, we right? We could have a mailbag question right now. <laughs> exactly. So, anywho, send us <laughs> feedback of any kind. That's also very much appreciated because we do understand that money is real. You got to pay bills. You got to do your thing, and we get that. Absolutely. And of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 6th of July for our very next episode. We'll be tired because we'll be after quarter end. We might have a day off, but Eric definitely won't, so he'll be grumpy and tired. And you can find those episodes, you can find that glorious episode on... Matt's top three places to find Third Shift episodes. One is iTunes, two is Stitcher, three is Podbean. And as Eric always says, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, review, a comment, a subscription... 
any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. We do indeed. We appreciate those five-star ratings because, you know what, as we talk about all the time, sucking them souls and eating them up is what keeps us alive. If you don't give us those five-star ratings, we will die someday. And if I die, I promise you I'm poisoning my star to hell and back, and I will poison it, and I will make anybody who consumes that damn star die. I promise this. And we do have a breaking news update. I forgot to mention it, Mm. but allegedly... Our buddy Double Nickels 55, who gave us the, our latest five-star review, which we just chomped on that soul and ate it up and uh. tasted good. Apparently, that is not Randy Pitchford. So Randy Pitchford needs to hop back on his little bicycle and drive himself down to the five-star store, pick us up a nice shiny one, then bring it over to my house and present it to me. Like on a little cake tin with a little platter thing. Just like, oh, look, picking, it's a five-star cake. I agree. I like that. And he does owe us that wonderful five star. So you need to get over there and give it to us. Randy. <laughs> and with that, there's nothing else to say. But don't forget, <laughs> don't forget to, to save. To save. <laughs> Shut up and sit down. <laughs>